Hi, everybody, and welcome to FanWidth, the flagship FanBite podcast. I'm Merit Kay, features and trending editor at FanBite.com. And I'm joined this week by the normal hosts of the show because <laughs> everything's normal. Remain indoors. Uh, it, th- there are three of them, and they're all here laughing with me just out of frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> those hosts are Stephen Strom, managing editor of FanBite.com. Hello, it's me, not going outside to dance. I'm just inside doing my thing. Podcast. Do not dance outside. Do not. What no, it's not allowed. Remain indoors. Uh, <laughs> telling you that that's not allowed is uh, <laughs> by EIC, Danielle Riando. I'm a real ball buster. That's me. Yeah, that's sort of your job, right? Telling us we're not allowed. We're not yeah, allowed to that's, do fun that's stuff. That's what I do all the time. All the time. I'm definitely not the McDonald's, yeah. McDonald's, McDonald's. In the group. <laughs> you're not me. You're definitely, yeah. We, we don't talk about that enough because that meme is dead at this point. But you are at the McDonald's, right? You're the adult it's yelling true. McDonald's. Except, are you? Because I don't see you eating McDonald's. Ooh. You're right. It's more like oh, spiritually, no. spiritually, you're in for it. You're in Danielle for the bad idea. Buy McDonald's for us, the children. I feel like is the thing. Right. She wouldn't partake yeah. to of her own free will. Yes. Though. That's yes. what I would do. I would buy you guys some nice McDonald's and nice donkeys and be like, "Be good, kids, and have fun." Wow. That's so yeah. nice. But before yeah. we go any further, um, we've also got social editor Nikki Grace. That's me. Hello. Who gets a score of five out of five? Uh, out of five. <laughs> <laughs> that oh jokes uh, just for all of our many listeners who remember G4 TV and all that. Rest good in stuff. peace. Rest Unlike in the peace. McDonald's oh, thing, rip. it was never a meme though, so it can't die. It's just a joke that is old. It's just a joke for about six people. Yeah. But aren't but aren't all jokes memes? Like, wow. like, are knock-knock jokes memes? I mean, it's a memetic uh, form. Yes. <laughs> but are they, like, internet memes? It's like, would form. the Patriots consider this point, them a meme? Oh, that's a very good question. <laughs> because, yeah, that's how we decide. Um, <laughs> you know, we all laughed at the plot of Metal Gear Solid 2. But uh-huh. essentially, it's about a group of people becoming concerned that the internet is going to overload us with meaningless information. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, wikis exist, so yeah. that basically happened. There are yeah, Hideo, Hideo was right. In his like he was right. right on that one for sure. Like yeah. he's made some mistakes, um, but name name one. <laughs> you uh, can't. You can't. <laughs> Hideo Kojima accurately yeah, predicted no, the I nine can't. Wikipedia pages for the Sonic the Hedgehog chili dog entry. I mean, literally, that's what that game is about. It's just yeah. like we invented a giant flying spaceship to control information because we're worried that it's just going to rot people's brains, and it has. Yeah. So what we need is a group of people who are better than the rest of us to sort of like mm-hmm. stand up and become kind of like philosopher king warriors to lead yes. us, uh, like Plato wanted. Sure. That's and my. Again, there's no way that can go wrong either. No, no. because they'll be incorruptible. Yes, like yeah. the monarchy usually is. Yeah, also well, just like Plato. Well, yeah, like all of those things. But no, Welcome. you see, a monarchy <laughs> is headed by is by lineage. The mm. philosopher kings, that's like you rise to that rank by being good at, I don't know, talking to... Good at smart. By, by kind of talking um, sort of smarmily to younger men who are also mm-hmm. nude. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Plato. That's... 
you know, whoever sees the most shadows on the wall in the cave, that is who gets to be the new leader of the tribe. You're laughing. You're laughing. We're all sitting here chained to these rocks, looking at these shadows on the wall, and you're laughing. <laughs> oh, boy. How are you guys doing? I'm glad this, week? this happened. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Yeah. I am. I love this shit. Are you kidding me? Okay. I was a philosophy major. Oh, really? I don't think I knew that. How many philosophy shadows? Philosophy and did you psychology, see on the wall? baby. I saw like so many shadows. <laughs> it should be it, it that's praxis, right? Like taking yeah. your entire class to the local cave and then mm-hmm. just chaining them to the ground and then making them look at shadows on a wall that you make. Yeah. Yeah, that's called a zero time dilemma. Oh. <laughs> and the, the key to your chains is inside your friend's I don't know. Robot skin. head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. I just watched the first episode of Danganronpa for the anime podcast. Oh. And boy, do I not like it. <laughs> Wait, you watched the first yeah. episode of... No, like, I know. Zero Time Escape is different from... No, I, I was just going to say, it's just like, so there was an... I knew that there was Danganronpa 3, which is like the third chapter of the main drag, Danganronpa saga, but so... Yeah, there's I guess, just like an anime. Okay. It's I've about never the first one, I think. I don't okay. know. This is this is anime show discussion, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're in the cave. Fan fan with is an anime show now. We're all in the I, cave. I talked about what the hell did I talk about? <laughs> Keep your hands off Ezukan like two weeks ago. We're an anime show now. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we are. What's your? We're all an anime, anime show. That you've been watching. Maybe? We talked about Final Fantasy, and that's definitely that's an anime. anime. Oh yeah, that's very anime. So, yeah, uh, that's yep. so fishy. anime. Yeah. It's very in right now. Uh, I did watch anime this week. is a bishy. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what, yep. Controversial opinion, but I just want to come out and say that I think Sephiroth is a bishy, squee, uh, glomps him, etc., you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what fucking any of that means. I'm sorry. Well, that's because you you weren't on Life (laughs) Journal in the 2000s. Um... (laughs) Which is probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, also, you let me tell you, Danielle, by the time you beat Final Fantasy VII Remake, you will have no better idea of who Sephiroth is because that game does not do anything to explain it to you whatsoever. I legitimately listened to the spoiler podcast. I still have no fucking idea. Okay. I've been playing this game. So I played wait. like 13 hours of this game. No idea what's going on. Listen to that podcast. I've never played oh. either of them. Yeah. And yeah. is it like... Like everyone knows who he is now, right? Like that's not Kinda, like a spoiler. Yeah. No, I, have I don't know. No idea. But like, here's my best guess. <laughs> I think he is like a clone or like a son of Genova, which is Ooh. like a big god science Sounds experiment right. she's like, thing. She's like, a, she's like an intergalactic <laughs> alien parasite, basically. What? Okay. And, and you're not gonna, far off. And she's gonna like Sephiroth. eat the Earth, and he's yeah. like her son that they made when they captured her or something? They So she tried to eat the planet, which is called Gaia, in all uh, all the post-game stuff mm-hmm. that they made after Final Fantasy VII. Uh, and she landed on the planet 2,000 years ago, but was defeated by, like, a precursor race. And the Shinra Corporation, the Shin, Shinra Electric Power Company, finds her corpse and tries to use her for a bunch of experiments and stuff like that. And oh. Sephiroth is, like, one of the... Like spoilers for the original Final Fantasy VII. This is not stuff that is even talked about in the remake. Over twenty years ago, twenty-three years ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Sephiroth was experimented on using Genova DNA to, like, help create him. He's also the son of another character in that game, which I might, like, lay off on in terms of spoilers. Like, his father is, sure. is a reveal in that game, Yeah, too. Red 13 is his father. Yeah, right. You Wait, have, isn't that a dog? That's a dog. That's a dog, yeah. Okay. Who is not playable in this game. <laughs> no, he's just a guest Good. character in Final Fantasy VII Remake for the last, like, three chapters, yeah. Same with, uh... The cat man, right? Yeah, who the oh. fuck's the cat? He's like, hey, what's up? I'm here now. I'm here now. You all remember me. I'm a he, cat riding a big cat. He's not even playable. He's not even a guest character. He shows up in, I think this is, I think this maybe explains some of Nikki's exasperation. I tweeted about this over the weekend because Cat She, the the cat man in this game. Uh, Wait, does not sorry, show- that's how you pronounce it? Yeah. I thought Cat-chi. it was Kate oh. Everybody does, but it's like Gaelic. <laughs> it's the thing. God. Um, and in uh, like Advent, no, sorry, in Dirge of Cerberus, he has a, a Scottish accent as a result. What the, what the what? fuck is a what Dirge is of Cerberus? <laughs> oh my God. It's, a, it's like a PSP game, maybe? PS2. It was a PS2. That's a barge, right? Isn't that like a death barge? Yes, it follows So it's like the, the death barge of the death dog. Mm-hmm. It tried to find the okay. Northwest Passage. Uh, the guy, the bad guy from Fringe was there. He was the captain. And he's like, this is my Dirge of Cerberus. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Dirge of Cerberus was a PlayStation 2 sequel to Final Fantasy VII, where you played as an optional character, party member character from that first game called Vincent Valentine, who is like a weird... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's cool. He's a bishy. Yeah, he's definitely a bishy. He's a bishy. He's like a trigon, basically. He's, a, he's got like yeah, a gun. He's unemployed. Yeah. I can't get exactly. over the fact that Dirge of Cerberus, like, it just has, like, a rural, rural juror thing from, mm. yeah. from like, Dirge of Cerberus. 30 Rock, like, Dirge of Cerberus, and Dirge everybody's Cerberus. just running around, like, what, the the Dirge of, of plur- plurals? Like, what what's well, going on over here? His name, so, the name of Vincent, Vincent uses a gun, and the name of his gun is Cerberus. Mm. And so, the Dirge, I assume, is Gunfire? Because that's a third person. Because right, yeah. that's the boat. That's what? the medium wait, sorry, that will bring you sorry, to your death. Sorry, Danielle, why do you keep saying a dirge is a boat? I thought it... Is it not? No. It's like a funeral song. Thinking of a barge, Danielle? Oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's okay. You know, we all do this, but like... You know, I'm doing I was wondering a great if I was job. missing something, like... This oh. is the song of death. Why did I think it was a boat? Oh, well, I know why. Of, uh, the river. Sticks. I'm thinking of Klingons. I'm thinking oh. of. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait. Now I'm lost. Don't worry about it. Look, you guys have your anime, and I have my Star Trek. I've and it's seen, fine. I've seen every single Star Trek thing except for the two new series, and like I have no it idea. It was on Voyager. Trek. There was like the Barge of the Dead, but there was a whole dirge thing, and I just I. Okay. It's all right. Is that like you when Worf like screamed because their friend's soul had left his body? It was actually Bellana Torres who went on the boat of the dead. Oh, wow. uh, the best! Actually, secretly one of the best Star Trek characters ever. It's just that nobody likes—not nobody likes—nobody really gives respect to Voyager, even though it had some of the better characters in that entire run. Okay, mm. that's she a- was really rad. She was uh, good. She was a half Klingon, half human engineer. She was really hot. I'm not going to say she was my gay root, but she was my gay root. Uh, she's great. Yeah. 
I do remember liking her like introduction introduction in that series. I don't remember much about Voyager if I'm being completely honest, but <laughs> I do like like the whole thing that she had where they have the moment, the classic Star Trek moment where someone is like, "I need you to get this done in five minutes," and she's like, "It's going to take three days," and then Janeway is like, "No, I need it done. You have twenty minutes or something like that." And then Belana is like, "No, when I say it's going to take three days, I mean that it's going to take three days. I'm not like lying to you. I'm not." She's making so this shit good. Up. <laughs> she's such a good character she's such like an awesome no bullshit really interesting and fun character so yeah that was cool yeah uh cat she <laughs> so cat sorry no it's fine i just wanted to get this out of the way so people aren't left wondering why we brought up cat she in this and the reason is cat she is a playable party member in final fantasy 7 the original final fantasy 7 who is an anthropomorphic like cartoon cat that rides a big fat moogle into battle <laughs> And he is a party member that you get way later in that game. It's like way outside the Midgar stuff. And yet in Final Fantasy VII Remake, I won't say what exactly the event is, but some big, very deep, emotional, like dark moment happens in that game that like uh, is very devastating to a lot of the characters. And they switch to a pre-rendered cutscene of this happening to really sell the devastation. And you see a bunch of characters like... Uh, you know, reactions. It's like Barrett and Cloud and Tifa, like, looking at the horrible thing that's happening. And then it shows, like, all across the city, all these people reacting. And then Cat She, this cartoon oh who framed Roger Rabbit-looking cat, who has <laughs> never been shown throughout the entire game thus far, is shown for, like, five seconds on top of, like, a rooftop looking at the horrible event that's going on, like, falling to his knees and, like, openly weeping. This is fucking cartoon it's Looney Tune so out of nowhere. It's so That's bizarre. Weird. Also, I my I've 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 been playing this video game. I thought the game was over. I thought that was the end. I guess I don't know anything about Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> which like all the stuff that I thought I knew coming in, I didn't actually know. Literally, all I knew is that Cloud have big sword. Yeah, um, and then Sephiroth. And there, are, yeah, sure. There are like four endings in the chapters the chapter right before the event that we're talking about happens and then the next two chapters there are like bookends and i'm like ah this is where the video game will stop this is the end of the video game and then it doesn't end and i'm like oh okay i guess there's like a tiny and then there's apparently i have four more chapters left <laughs> i was just about to ask what chapter you're on yeah i'm on chapter 14 i'm doing oh, all of the side goodness. quest stuff now yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like they're, also the pacing of this game is wild. They're like, hey, here's a bunch of story, and then they're like, okay, now Cloud, this is the designated side quest time. Yeah, it's where terrible. you're allowed to do side quests. It's terrible <laughs> because, because if you don't do the side quest during the allotted side quest time, you can't do the side quests. Uh huh. And um, the side quests, despite being side quests, some of them do affect main story progress on certain things. Yeah. Um, which is fucked up. Yeah, uh, it's a. Uh, I came away from that game. I beat that game over the weekend, and I'm like, we talk about it on that spoiler cast that people can listen to when they're ready. But I uh, came away from it really positive by the end, especially after like the last three chapters, kind of like right where you're about to get to, Nikki. Uh, mm-hmm. But boy, does that game have some fucking problems! And yeah, the pacing is like <laughs> cheap. Um, it's like my number two problem in that game. The number one problem being the like number of times that that game is. And this is another thing I talk about on that spoiler cast. The number of times that game is like, okay, you've got all your friends together, all the classics are there: Barrett, Tifa, Dog, 
Cloud Man, <laughs> Goku. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all here. And now go into the menus and spend 20 minutes perfecting right. your builds with materia. Because the characters in this game, they have unique abilities that are unique to their characters and their weapons sometimes. Uh-huh, but you just equip materia and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you, but you need to do that and like manually go in there and adjust everything like that. And then five seconds later, it'll be like, now here's a cutscene. Cloud fell down a hole. And now you have to all the fucking team composition you just set up goes out the fucking window because you're going to be playing as Cloud by himself or with another character that you didn't have equipped properly at first for the next like three hours or whatever. It's constantly sure, yeah. splitting up your party. Oh, that that's annoying. Well, I for the full it. details on that, um, we have the the spoiler cast. Where, uh, <laughs> so maybe we should move off FF seven unless yeah. anyone else has any. Uh... I have one thing. Yeah, please. You hate I it. I promise it's very quick. You don't. <clears throat> you don't like it. No, no, I, I, I really like half of it, and I really hate half of it. So I have a truly ambivalent. You might say it's a half Klingon, half human type of response mm-hmm. that I'm having. Uh-huh. However, uh, there is one thing I have been really shitting on the characters and the character design, and I will say there is one character that I love. Oh, like unapologetically, and it's Andrea, mm-hmm. the like just hyper gay, like extremely hot dancing man at the Honeybee, who is just hot and good and like everything about that game feels to me like it should be campy like all the insanely 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 over the top performances and the like affected voice acting and the longing looks and all this shit should be campy like in my mind like to my dumb lizard brain or whatever it is I feel like it should be campy and it feels like the only truly campy character is him it's yeah. like he he's the only one who knows what type of game this should have been and he is all for it and he is so hot and I love him very much so that's that's my praise big for that character to yeah Andrea uh, yeah. now Nikki right below where it says that you were playing the remake it says that you were here that you were playing a game called Supernatural, and yeah. <laughs> I I need to ask a few questions. That's not that has nothing to do with Supernatural, the hit TV series, correct? That is correct. Nothing to do with Supernatural, the television program. There are no werewolves. Uh, God's not in this one. Like all of that stuff, all of those hallmarks. Scooby Doo's not here. All of those hallmarks of the Supernatural franchise; those aren't anywhere to be found. No fan fiction um, about this game yet. What? No. <laughs> hmm. Instead, the attractive white people in this thing are floating <laughs> um, thirty-five feet up on. Uh, you know, in you know, in the in fucking whatever prequel Star Wars it is, where they go to the Senate and then they fight in the Senate. Yeah, and then yes. they're, all, they're on those platform things. So all of the all of the trainers. This is an, supernatural is a VR exercise game. Um, all of the Wait, trainers whoa. are floating on those, and what? you're also floating on one, but yours is bigger. Yours is the size of a yoga mat because that's what you're supposed to stand on. Uh-huh. Um, and you're also suspended. Um, above, just like imagine a gorge. That's where you are. So it's like you'll you'll be like on top of a mountain, or above the Grand Canyon, or uh-huh. like in the uh, just like it's just like these natural locations where you're like, wow, this is pretty. Where if you were like showing your grandma VR, you'd be like, Grandma, look! If you put this headset on, you can go to. I don't know. It's like uh, Mount Everest, the top, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you're I just, there. I just dropped an image in the Discord. This is like 
yeah. the religion in do androids dream of, of uh, electric sheep like, <laughs> oh my God. getting to the top yeah. of the mountain uh-huh. <laughs> following this old ass man up a mountain while everyone throws <laughs> rocks at him now this is a supernatural video game what i'm about to post yeah uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is uh-huh. a, a yes. 3D render of Jensen Ackles T posing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's not now. He's memeing. Yeah. Oh, it's a meme now. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's Beat Saber. Um, <laughs> Good. <laughs> so Good. Let's okay. Let me very quickly talk about how I got here. So. Uh, because all of the bad screens uh, are good now and all of the good screens are bad, I don't know what screen to look at anymore. Um, so I am spending a lot more time on my phone and on Instagram now. So in between watching those fucking uh, stories uh, where people are sounding out words using the broken ass syllables, the, the fucking phonemes, you know this one? Do you know what I'm talking about? Are your yeah. friends young no. enough for this? Wait, wait what? There's a there's an Instagram filter where it's a game where you get phonemes, right? And then you're supposed to pronounce the phonemes and the phonemes are like phrases oh, or words. It's like that old board game that was just like that where you just right. had to say things weirdly until they became words. Yes, 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 exactly. Huh. But it's okay. po- it's so unbelievably poorly written that some of them are impossible to get. Um, so uh it's like a it's a person who's heard of that game but then didn't look at it at all to make it anyway in between like watching four of those consecutively i got an ad from oculus that was like a woman is laying down in bed and then she like flies out of bed and all three parts of the oculus quest like attached to her form and then all of a sudden it cuts and she's like fucking flailing her arms around and you're like yo what is this and they're like orbs and she's hitting the orbs and then she's like going through triangles and you're like yo this looks lit um and then i realized it was exercise it was for exercise uh but i'm in such a spot where there's nothing to do that i got my oculus quest and i did download the video game supernatural um good and yeah it's beat saber except they make you do lunges <laughs> so does, like, uh, does this? So feel... it's better Beat Saber. It is. is. What you're saying. Oh wow. Okay. So it's legitimately, also I will MMO say this. Beat Saber because you have to pay twenty dollars a month for it. Yeah, you have to Wait. pay twenty dollars oh a month um, okay. because there's 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 the live service aspect. So every single day there's a new workout that is like the tra- there are like a handful of trainers and the trainers record workouts and make set lists um, okay. and then they do the workout. And then they talk you through the workout. And then that recording is what's playing as you're playing the game. So, like, you're doing, like, Lizzo's good as hell and you're moving your arms around and stuff. And then the trainer is like, okay, now, like, get ready because we're going to do a bunch of lunges right now, like, through this baseline. And you're like, okay, cool. So, it's, like, it's a little bit soul cycle or, like, cycling mm. class, um, that aspect of it, at least. Should I is this get like- a VR for that? Like, should I... This kind of sounds this, dope. I fucking should love I exercise? it. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, should I exercise? Probably, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> just like generally. I mean, yeah. I do I do a little bit, but mostly I just walked before and now I don't really have anywhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was actually going to be one of my questions for this is like, does this feel like a decent replacement for uh, Nintendo's $500 video game Ring Fit Adventure? <laughs> Yes, like legitimately the the urge that I had in my bones to 
like find a copy of Ring Fit went away once I like literally after I did the first nice. session in Wait. Supernatural. But is the Oculus Rift or is the <laughs> Oculus Rift is the Quest good though? Because I know when it came out, people were excited, but then I feel like so, maybe people were like, "Oh, it's actually has issues." For sure, I don't know if I would buy a Quest for this. I already drunk purchased a Quest months ago, uh. <laughs> so so I already had one. I already I had already made the mistake. I see. Um, there are there are enough games on there where it's like, yeah, cool. If it was one hundred and fifty dollars. Sure. But it isn't. Sure. It costs too much. What does um, a quest cost these days? A quest is like three fifty. Um, something something wild. Yeah. Like well, that. no, it's four hundred for a sixty-four gig one, and uh, the one twenty-eight gig one is sold out. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's that's many dollars. Mo- I mean, I guess it's portable, but that's more expensive than the like home version, like the the regular Oculus Rift. Yeah. No, yeah. of course it is because it's got a computer in it too. That's. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But it's like less powerful than my computer. Yeah. Which just, no, I no, sure, think. because then it would. No, I mean, it's it's not as powerful as your computer because of miniaturization and like but, the laws of thermodynamics. Merit, <laughs> I don't understand. Please, if you could just write a manga that explains yeah. all of this. Oh God! Wait, is that a thing? That's a Doctor Stone reference. I'm going to talk about Doctor Stone later. Oh no! Oh no! Um, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I want just like buy one just for those. But I feel like that's what I would use VR for, or at least yeah, aspirationally use VR for. Yeah. This like legitimately has as I do feel better about the purchase after playing this for a week, um, if that makes sense. But it had prior to this been sitting on the shelf in the living room for three months untouched. I see. Um, I don't know. Also, just very quickly, like the game itself. So it is Beat Saber in that there are they're not cubes. They're like orbs and the orbs fly at you and you have to. Like you, sl- you swing through the orbs. They give you two bats, and you swing through the orbs, right? Mm-hmm. Except in Beat Saber, traditionally, all of the cubes are coming at you from one singular direction. Yeah. And the, the uh, this is I have a small sample size for this, but a lot of the issues that I have with Beat Saber is that Beat Saber can't figure out whether or not it wants to m- map the cubes to the vocals or the music. Mm. That's a and it like it cannot figure out which one they want. They can't figure out which uh, one they want to do. So it throws you off if you are like listening to the music instead of playing the game. Yeah, which like I feel like I don't want to play the game. I don't want to have to like adjust the way that I'm playing the game to like uh, to to the game. Right? If that makes any sense. Like Guitar oh, yeah. Hero, when you're playing Guitar Hero, all the button presses in Guitar Hero make sense because that's where the guitar noises are. But Beat Saber doesn't match up with that. All of the tracking, or not the tracking, like the the note highway, basically, in Supernatural is really good. It's also 360 degrees. So all mm. of the, the cubes are coming at you from all angles, and the way that they are making you turn around to like swing in different directions is really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah. That's this sounds about. neat. I don't. I mean, I already have Ring Fit, so I don't know that I will maybe necessarily try to bust out my Rift and get this on there. I, I assume it's available on Rift as well. That's like that's also the a other breakdown. thing. It isn't. It it's isn't only uh, on the Quest. It's Quest exclusive. So like, Why? I don't know. But presumably, it's because like they don't. It's for a very specific person. It is not for the person who has a gaming PC and a regular oculus rift Mm. it is for a person who like and the the instagram ad is like this too because the instagram ad is like it looks the exact same as all of the 
other Instagram ads mm, that I get, mm-hmm. which is to say that it's like a lot of pastels. It's yeah. like this like very pretty blonde woman like uh like holding Polis. a thing yeah. in like a very minimalist like bedroom. Um like there's like if it, if this was an ad for Soul Cycle or for like a fucking carpet like i would be like oh yeah <laughs> right. this tracks yeah no but, it's it's like a wellness product or like yeah. a lifestyle thing yeah and they're i think they've, what they're trying to do yeah yeah they, mm-hmm. they've made the determination that anybody who would buy a pc uh, like a gaming pc is not really con- super concerned with their wellness or just general correct <laughs> so correct they just nailed me to the wall is what <laughs> you have just told me got it okay um there's also a social network aspect because this fucking has to have one. It like, um, I don't know how many people have this thing. It can't be that many. The review for the app on the app store, on the Apple app store has like 21 reviews. There are 21 <laughs> reviews. Um, and there's wow. no Android app from what I can gather. So <laughs> basically like, I don't think very many people have this. Uh, so if you told me that by the end of this year the service was shut down, I'd be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, um, wait. So is is the Quest like a closed platform? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes wow. and no. It Technically, it runs Android. So in theory, if you like, if you get deep enough into the settings, yeah. you can just have it sideload APKs and okay. then the Oculus Quest will just like run the APK like it's an Android phone. Sure. But it's not like it's not like anyone can just make a quest game, right? You have to like also yes and no. You have to like apply through the Oculus Store. Oh shit! Yeah, Um, but But, you also could just make an APK that you sideload. Sorry, Stephen. No, am I thinking of a different device? I feel like there's five different Oculus on top of the HTC Vive and the Valve Index and everything Mm -hmm. else. I feel like there are seven different versions of the Oculus now. But am I wrong in thinking that there isn't like a cord you can buy for the Quest specifically that lets you just plug it into a computer and play regular Oculus games? Yes. Okay. So, like, the Oculus Quest is the good one, if that makes any sense. Because it gives you the flexibility to never plug it in uh, and use it as its own thing. And then you do get the flexibility of plugging it into your PC if you're a person who has one. The Rift can't do most of the stuff that the Quest can do because it's not standalone. It has to be connected to a PC. And then the Oculus Go is just to, like, watch movies and stuff. Go, Um, that's the other one. Uh, also, okay, so we're talking about these games where you're, like, moving and, like, swinging your arms. Have it, Has anyone seen ads for this game called Pistol Whip? Because, like, yes. I have no yeah. idea if it's good or not. Like, I'm sure I need to watch it's one. fine. But, like, this looks like just the most fucking, like... Do you remember that oh, guy boy. who uh, who sucked and yeah. had a shaved head and made the, those, like, action movies where he fought, like, a million guys with, like, size? Are you thinking... Is it Hardcore Henry? No, 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 no. It wasn't like a real movie. It was like a YouTube video. Oh, this this bald guy who was like very like, he he became famous for like hating Anita Sarkeesian or something. Oh my God. Mm. And he made these really embarrassing noir movies where like he's just wearing a suit and like fighting all these fucking guys with like size and like katanas and stuff. And it's like earnest. That's what Pistol (laughs) looks like to me. (laughs) Like this man in a suit just like shooting. I don't know. Again, like, 
that I has people, nothing to do with the game. Like, it looks kind of cool, and like I'm sure it's good. I think people good. really like Pistol Whip. I think that would be yeah. Like, people really well do. Liked. It's also like the one every time I start up the quest because it's a Facebook product. Yeah, they advertise to you. Um, it's the thing that Mark Zuckerberg thinks I want the most. They did uh, kind of just steal Superhot's whole. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like Superhot and that fucking and Red Steel. Oh my, oh my god. god. Red Steel. Red Steel. I, yeah, I definitely had Red Steel as like a launch title in the way. Wow, really? Remember the second yeah. one? The second one was apparently really good. Yeah. Or like, yeah. pretty good. It, it was yeah, good no, it was a lot better. Oh, yeah. You yeah. I think I did. I'm. Uh, there are games from that era that I'm not sure if I just listened to enough podcasts and yeah. reviewed so many games that I'm not even sure if I reviewed it or not. Sure, yeah. I reviewed so many Wii games. It's not even funny. And you dozens did, and dozens and dozens. You did 100% play the first game, though, right, Merritt? I th- oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, no. I, I owned it. Um, I, I've completed Red Steel. Wow. And let me tell you something about Red Steel. Well, first of all, there's all the obvious shit about how, like, when anyone fights you with a sword, you can't just pull out a gun and shoot them. Um, Which is silly. <laughs> and also, they hadn't figured out that having to move the remote to the edge of the screen to, like, turn is very bad for an FPS. Yeah. Um, but in the last fight in that game, um, if you lose, you get the bad ending, and the game immediately saves over your file, so you can't what? try it again. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's actually cool. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I kind so of I've never seen it, like honestly, the good yeah. ending of Red Steel. Wow. Um, but you have like a really hard sword fight, and then I lost, and it was like, well, here's the ending. Play through the whole game again if you want to try again. Wow. Yeah. What do you remember? What the ending? What the bad ending was? Do you? What, I think what it's what like you like bad? dishonor your family or something. Because you because you, you do take out your gun and shoot a guy when he had a sword out. I which is think the that rules. actually might be. <laughs> Oh my god, please. How it does... Is that... That can't be right. I truly hope so. That can't be right. I truly hope so. Um, uh, I'm looking up a forum post about this from 2007, and I... It's like, wait, are there one, two, or three endings to Red Steel? Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) And I don't know. Uh, the only first-person shooter I ever played on the Wii was uh, Metroid Prime 3, which was okay. It was, like, the worst of the Metroid Prime games. Uh, yeah. But I do remember, like, particularly from one Imagine Games Network, a lot of people on the on the Nintendo side of things uh, there, because I don't know if they still do this, but they, they definitely used to break up IGN people according to what consoles they covered. So there was, like, yeah. uh, this is the Nintendo Man. This is the uh, PlayStation Man. And they all look exactly the same. But... They definitely talked about Metroid Prime 3 as if, like, ah, this is the best first-person shooter ever made because it's just, like, you just point your finger and wherever it go, wherever your hand goes, it goes on screen, which makes it objectively the best first-person shooter ever made. <laughs> oh, my God. It just works like a real gun. Uh, and... <laughs> just like real gun, Nintendo yeah. Wii. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was, like, so... This was the era of forums when we were all just, like... Oh, we got to pull for our company because we believe that we have some kind of attachment or to mm-hmm. them and that it's meaningful because we grew up a Mario. Uh-huh. Like, Nintendo's going to like take over with the with the revolution. Yeah. The katana yeah. didn't didn't cut revolution. through. And then the yeah. red steel came out and um and I didn't beat the man in the sword fight at the end so I got the bad ending to red steel. 
Yeah, that's a Metro Prime Three was bop though. Metro Prime Three is good. It's uh, it's yeah. like all the Metroid Prime games fucking slap. Like I really love those games. I it just think is that weird though that you start talking to people and like metroid yeah. talks and well no metroid doesn't talk but everyone talks to metroid no yeah she's a gordon yeah. freeman samus becomes yeah. a gordon yeah freeman. right it's weird there's like other people there and they and you kill all of them yep because they like it's, they're it's like your friends you kill all of your friends in that game yeah they, they're your friends and they get i don't i think they get corrupted the same way that like you they do. get possessed by space goop yeah Demon. exactly also dinosaur uh, i was playing that game really late at night one time like close to when it came out and I remember there's a thing where like if you get too much space scoop on you, you go into like hyper mode and you have to shoot or you'll die. Oh yeah. Um, yeah and I didn't yeah. know what was happening and it just like went to a hundred percent and there's like kind of this creepy thing where it's just like corruption imminent. Wow, 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 wow. And then you just like your screen like shuts down and you die. And I In was game- freaked the fuck out. All those games also had that really cool thing that I also found very creepy, especially in like the first game, because I was probably just young enough at that point where it was like, and that first game is so like isolated and you feel oh, so yeah. alone. It's really atmospheric for sure. Yeah. And it does that stuff where like if there's a big enough like explosion, you see like Samus's face reflected in the glass of her visor and mm-hmm. yeah. the like sense of like, oh shit, like there's uh, like just... Seeing a face jump out at you when you weren't expecting one is, like, kind of creepy enough, but also just, like, this sense of, like, physical presence as being Samus in this moment where she's about to get fucking killed was just, like, so tense. Oh, those games. That game is, is the first one especially. I played all three. Uh, I did not beat any of them, actually, which is forever a problem. I really would love someday, maybe on a stream, maybe doing something or whatever, to just go back and play through the whole first one again, because it was so beautiful and so awesome, and I can't for the life of me remember why I didn't finish it. This is like They're way long. before I, I worked they in this or anything. Long. They're long, and unless you're using a guide, they can be really meandering. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I True. That, that fourth one is theoretically coming out someday though that that right like <laughs> do we still believe sure. that, that that's going to happen and not just like fade away into the dust everybody blames donkey kong country for mm. that not happening and uh-huh. they're wrong oh, yeah because tropical freeze is a, a work of art but also yes well, supposedly it's, it's there's a yeah. retro yeah they made retro work on dk right yeah well, the, the Metroid games, is my understanding, like, period, basically, since the olden days, have never been massive sellers for Nintendo. Yeah. No, they're, they don't make any sense, like, for Nintendo, honestly. And, like, <laughs> I love the Metroid series, but, like, look at it compared to their other franchises. Like, yeah. Mario, cute characters, very simple gameplay that anyone can understand, not, t- not terribly violent. Pokemon, cute characters that you can sell things of, and that is, like, about collecting and... Um, has that element to it. Um, you know, Zelda, again, pretty cute characters. Uh, kind of fluctuates from game to kind game. Kind of fluctuates, bit, yeah. but freedom to sort of play around this fantasy world. And then Metroid is just like, hey, we made a game of Alien. And, um, <laughs> and it's, it's deliberately as confusing as fuck, and we hope you enjoy it. And somehow that game got a sequel, which is like very good, but it's like there's no characters that you can really market. Um, it's like fundamentally about shooting things. Like you open doors by shooting them, <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, which isn't very Nintendo. I feel like 
I feel Is like the least Nintendo of the core of Nintendo franchise. I think so, just below yeah. uh, F Zero and Star Fox. What about Fire Emblem? Oh, that's that's Intelligent Systems, isn't it? Yeah, but that's a aren't they a Nintendo developers? Yeah, they're a Nintendo they're a party or something. I, don't know. I think that's like a I'm thinking party of studio. I'm thinking of like the mm-hmm. North American franchises from like the '90s. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. I just feel like. Yeah, Metroid just doesn't do that. And actually, the one time they tried to do that with Metroid, tried to make it cute and marketable, everyone fucking hated it. Which one um, is that? Game. It was the oh. one where uh, it was like Federation Force. Oh my god, that weird like esports. Oh yeah. DS game or whatever. It, it was uh, a 3DS game that was a co-op shooter. Um, okay. Oh my god. Am I crazy that they had like a Rocket League mode in it or something though, yes. right? Like some kind of weird yes. sports game. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of those games did. Um, huh. But you, yeah, it was like you were four faceless Space Marine guys who like looked like action figures, uh, and you get in. It's like kind of like a a chibi art style. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Samus shows up briefly, I think. Um, oh really? Yeah, I think you have to fight her actually because she. I don't know. Uh, She's sick. She, she can sick. only express the herself cor- through shooting and fighting. <laughs> the corruption was imminent, and she needed to keep shooting until yeah. uh, it went away. She got better, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and everyone fucking hated it. And honestly, it seemed like a competent co-op shooter for the 3DS. And if they didn't call the Metroid game, it probably would have yeah. done okay. But, like, that, to me, was Nintendo saying, like, okay, we have to try and make Metroid like a franchise with like multiple characters and like a kind of maybe maybe like a cuter art style for some of the games so we can do stuff with it. And everyone yeah. was like, this fucking sucks. And uh, so Reggie was like, all right, all right, y'all. No yeah, more, I'll, I'll no more it. of this. I'll kill it now. It's the new Bigfoot pizza. It's the worst, it's the second worst thing I ever Right made. before he left, he said, no more Metroid. And mm-hmm. Doug was like, damn, my hands is tied. <laughs> they this also happened when they made Metroid Prime Hunters was the one that was on the original DS. Yeah, on the DS. Yeah. Um yeah. and they fucked that one up so bad cuz the demo came out with the DS in 2004 yeah. and then the video game didn't come out for another 2 years. Yeah. <laughs> um and also it was very bad. Was the other thing. It was I, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> It wasn't great. It's no um, Metroid Prime Pinball. Now, That's Metroid true. Prime Pinball is a solid, like, handheld pinball game. That's a Why solid pinball experience pinball? that shipped with the DS Rumble cart. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. That's yeah. where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nintendo needs to make... Oh, why the fuck don't they make a brawl, but it's pinball? Pinball. 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 Yeah, Super Smash okay. Brothers. Sorry. Um, I'd be so down for that. I'd rather do that than play a fighting game. Yeah, honestly, to be honest. those old pinball games, like on the Game Boy, like the Pokemon one. Yeah, yeah. the Pokemon they, ones were so good. The yeah. Kirby yeah. ones, they're really good. Although pinball does make me fundamentally anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Just yeah, because yeah. uh, it reminds me that I'm going to die. Oh right, oh, right. <laughs> I mean, like, Whomst Among Us has not had that. I mean, yeah, you, you can keep going as long as you want, but that ball is going to drop at some point. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool! Now I hate pinball. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. As um, long as you, but as long as you keep your score up and you just never stop stressing about like keeping yeah. these plates spinning in the air, you never die. So That's just like true. keep on going and that going is and true. going and going and going, Merritt. Yeah, that that is kind of the lesson that I want to convey to everyone out there. Yeah. Um, and speaking of going and going and going and going, um, 
I finally finished Doom. Hey! Whoa. That kind of went on for a while. Um, it was good. I don't know. Y'all, did yeah. y'all finish it already? Not me, no. I had to play Final Fantasy. You, uh... Yeah, I mean, it, it was good. It was like a good game. I start. I started ignoring the codex entries like about halfway <laughs> through because I was like, mm, I do not care um, about Doom Guy's like, f- like family history, uh, or like how he was raised <laughs> yeah. by the by the Night Sentinels after he fought the demons and then he got superhuman powers. Because we need to know <sighs> why he can double jump and why he can punch through demons, and it's Whoa. because one of the aliens from another dimension gave him god powers so that he could fight demons better. I hate this. And the thing about that is that there's a race (laughs) of robot angels who Mm -hmm. uh, are going to send demons to Earth because that's how they get power from demons torturing people. The maker? The makers. The con maker who rules the makers uh, is sacrificing Earth to the demons, I think. Honestly, I still don't really know. Um... (laughs) What what was wrong with D- Doom Guy just wants to kill demons, you know? Yeah. That was yeah. part of what was so refreshing about that first game. Yeah, yeah. Was like, there was a little little bit of story and it was just like, yeah, the demons are afraid of Doom Guy and they tell scary stories of their campfires about it. That's yeah. all you need. That's all you need. The, and the, Samuel Hayden is like, I'm trying to tell you exposition and you're just like ripping things you're out just of like, the wall. You're just like, shut up. And in this one, <laughs> you can't say anything to him because he's like a disembodied like voice in your computer when you do yeah. find him like you find his horrible smashed up robot body and then he takes control of your computer in your ship and i was like oh he's gonna like fuck something up right no he's just there he's just your friend now satan is your friend yeah he only pee-pee-poo-pooed for the good of humanity right i the thing about this that i really hate i'm i'm i, I actually like uh this breaks down my fine line that I like in the Doom lore, which is I'm fine with the world itself having all of this wild shit going on, like the con maker, weird robo angels, sacrificing Earth, the big giant pentagram on South America, all that shit is fine, but it has to never actually reach Doom Guy. Doom Guy oh, yeah. <laughs> needs to be above it all. It, so much of the charm of that 2016 game to me is just like this possibility in the back of my in the back of my mind that this is just some dude who just found power armor or something like that and just like progressively gets angrier and more powered up by just like beating the shit out of everybody else and taking their stuff and nobody knows why he does it or who he is or any of that stuff because that's so much funnier wait sorry i'm just reading some of the doom wiki here and um i guess spoilers for doom eternal um but apparently uh, Samur Maker stole the father from Erdak, which is like the angel world, before disappearing. And uh, there is a theory, well, that Samur Maker is just uh, Samuel Hayden, and that Vega was like the god of angel world that they took from there and made into an AI or something. And I don't fucking care. No, no, no. But hey, yeah. why can't you air dash in every FPS? That's a good question. Why can't you just air dash all the time? You used to be able to, and then the gamer said they didn't like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Does it have wall running? No! No. That whole fucking thing? Yeah. Do people hate wall running? Yes, because they're wrong. So, Merritt, there was a... (sighs) 
the Call of Duty franchise eventually got to space. They just kept making it more. They did Modern Warfare. They did a bunch of those, and they were like, well, Modern Warfare is too modern. We need to go farther. We need to go deeper. Let's do sci-fi. So they did sci-fi a couple times until they eventually just went to space and had a cool Star Fox minigame, and it was the best Call of Duty game that had come out in years up to that point. I was going to say, wasn't that one good? Yeah, Infinite Warfare is actually very good. Mm. It, it also came out the same year. Like it, it came out the same month as Titanfall 2, so by comparison, it was like really, uh, yes, really uh, rough. Yes. Um, but it was still like, by Call of Duty standards, it was like the best one of that time. And then, but all the Call of Duty people who had just like it's the same. However many million people have been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare since, or been playing Call of Duty since Modern Warfare Two. It's just those people, and they got so <laughs> like they so upset online because they like review bombed the video the trailer the launch trailer for infinite warfare because they're like fuck this space bullshit i'm done with this and (laughs) they did an event called activision did an event for call of duty was it world war ii i think was the one that came after that yeah and they like had it like live on a stage where they were showing the game to people and like that who had gone on this like weird internet tear of like yelling at developers for making it sci-fi and interesting and good and different for once and they went on stage and were like and does it have wall running because it's in world war ii so obviously it doesn't and then the crowd of gamers is like no and like cheers because they took out features from a call of duty game i think we should aren't they called like duty gamers don't they have a special name yeah duty heads <laughs> uh-huh. wow well with that maybe we should take a break <laughs> okay. good Welcome back. We are down a host as Danielle has run off to save lives. Which, or whatever. Or whatever. You know? <laughs> Unimportant business, unlike video games. Podcasting is a noble cause, and uh, we wish her the best on the anyone, anyone can be an EMT, but only a chosen few have podcasts in this society. That's true. It is true. The barrier to entry is is very high. You have to get a license. It's a mm-hmm. whole fucking thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doom. We were talking about Doom, and I think we said pretty much everything. Was there anything else about Doom? I liked it. It was a it was a good FPS game. I liked how all the pieces fit together. Like it was like a little action puzzle, and wasn't yeah. crazy about the talking parts because yeah. I'm just a gamer who wants guns to go. Burr, 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 boom. Yeah. Mm. Fundamentally. Uh, I have a question, which is, how did you feel about the final boss? I feel like I've seen a lot of people complaining about the final boss. It fight. was fine. I don't know. Like, after I turned the difficulty down to uh, hurt me plenty, the last two bosses weren't that bad. Like, it's kind of like two in a row. Or no, there's like one, and then there's a level, and then there's like the final, final boss. Um, It did just get silly at some points, because I feel like the boss will... It's a it's like a big minotaur man um, who's also a robot and you have to break all the robot parts off so that you can hurt his flesh skin okay. underneath. Um, and he'll just like slam the ground and just really fuck you up. And I could see how if you're on a higher difficulty, it would just be insufferable. Yeah. Um, but also the game does just give you that armor. 
if you right. keep fucking yeah. up, which the, I like. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you can always say no to it, but it was kind of nice because I was like, yeah, I just want to, like, finish this ride at this point. <laughs> like, um, and it, it doesn't do anything to, like, admonish you for using it either. No, it's like, like your progress won't be affected. Here, have this armor. Uh, because we just kind of want people to have this experience, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, by the end of that game, when you have, like, all of your tools and weapons, and uh, you get the sword as well, close to the end, mm, the crucible, okay. and it's very good because it just one-shots <laughs> everything. Um, and it's kind of, I guess it's like the chainsaw in that respect. The chainsaw, I think, is one of the weakest parts of that game, honestly, oh. which uh, sucks to say, but, like, because it's just the, um, it's just the glory kill, like, mechanic again but gives you ammo instead. And I know that's how it was in Doom 2016 as well, but here it feels like there's so many other tools here that it just feels kind of repetitive to just have that as well. Um, But the flow, I don't know, the flow is like really interesting. Like you'd run into a room, set fire to some like scrub, chainsaw him for ammo, and then like figure out how you're dealing with everything. And I like too that like everything in that game is still useful by the end of it. Like, every single tool and weapon you have is still useful for something. Sure. Like, oh, those guys that have shields, the plasma rifle will overload them and blow them up. Um, The, like, assault rifle thing you get at the very beginning of the game has, like, a sniper mode where you can take out the weak points on things. Yeah. Um, You know, the, the super shotgun's hook is just, like, lets you just fucking launch yourself around the room and can set people on fire. Um, it just feels like everything fits together very nicely. I love um, like video game triage in that way, like where it's specifically, okay, I have all these tools, but which is the most important thing to get rid of right now? Do I need to get rid of that Mancubus's arm cannon or do I need to get right, rid of this right. other guy first, you know? Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like when you get going with it at whatever difficulty level is like right for you, it it just is like this really great puzzle experience where you're just like, you have to keep moving. Like it's so different from, I feel like most shooters now, yeah, um, which are just very much like, <clears throat> sorry, um, are very much just like a lot of cover and like, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you know, poking and sniping and stuff. And Doom is like, if you stop moving, a fucking imp is going to tear your dick off, so right, uh-huh. <laughs> and throw it in the ocean. So not again. That's not the again. highest difficulty setting. That's what it's, it's. That's what it's called. If you stop, it's called moving. rip. <laughs> it's called rip my dick off and throw it in the ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people have like really deep thoughts about the FPS genre, and I think some people were disappointed by this one, but yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like it was it was the most doom it could be. Yeah. Uh, and I had a good time. I, I wonder how much of that comes from Doom 2016 being not no, not only just a surprise. I think a lot of people think of it as a surprise, but it was actually at the time Bethesda was going out of its way to try and make it like people not know that that game was coming out. They were like mm. downplaying the single player and like really talking about the multiplayer. Like the multiplayer is going to be the thing that really takes off. Everybody's going to care about that. Like they weren't. Right. This was also that moment where Bethesda for about five seconds put out that like public statement where they were like, listen, we're not going 
going to give out codes to the press anymore because they just shit on our games. And so we're going to let you, wow. the gamers, decide for yourself. They like put they like did one of those things that video game companies do, which is have that like really nicely penned scan of a physical piece of paper with like a big signature at the bottom of it. We're sorry the- we did a racism. <laughs> Traditionally, exactly. sort of the the topic of those mm-hmm. notes. Except in this one, it was just them saying, like, the the media doesn't want you to know the truth about Wolfenstein, the new blood. So we are going to let you decide for yourselves, gamers. Wolfenstein, new blood is actually caused by 5G, and the media doesn't Damn. want you to know this. Mm-hmm. You just need to drink this deer repellent and you'll be fine. It'll just get, It's just a get, distraction just... from the meteors that are going to hit the earth in the next few days. And God, I really hope that doesn't happen because this podcast won't really be as funny then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause we'll, but also, but would it have, it'll still be funny. Cause everyone will have laughed before. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But this goes but, up tonight. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's supposed to be tomorrow. So um, okay. plenty, plenty of time to laugh at that yeah. conspiracy so, theory. Yeah. You have until Tunguska event two before uh, everything goes uh, completely out the window. Everybody. Yeah. The Carrington, the Carrington event. <laughs> was that a thing in perfect dark or were they just called the carrington institute i have no uh, you are asking for information that i haven't uh, looked okay. back on since i was seven years old yeah well there's probably a good reason for that uh you wanted to talk about dr stone earlier you sort of referenced that kind of yeah. obliquely. that's the anime where uh the Tunguska event happens and everyone turns to stone. Yeah. And they have to rebuild society, right? So what can we learn from this for the upcoming uh, meteor uh, apocalypse? Uh, you can learn how to make cell phones with uh, batteries and like rocks that you find in caves and bat poop mm. plays a really big role. So just make sure that you're where wherever you are when the end comes, make sure you're near a cave full of bat poop. It's very important. Now, how okay. does that make a cell phone? Well, uh, I don't think that actually ties directly into the cell phones. I So I watched the anime for Dr. Stone a long time ago. Not a long time ago, several months ago. I'm now reading the manga to go ahead of it because it's mm-hmm. on the Shonen Jump app, which is a which is kind of like Netflix for Shonen Jump stuff specifically uh, for $2 a month. And it's like kind of a, it's like a really cool service. And I'm kind of using it to get ahead of where the anime is for a lot of different shows. And Dr. Stone was just kind of one of the first ones I went with, which, yeah, like the premise of that comic is that everyone on Earth, there's like a flash of light. And everyone on Earth turns to stone uh, 3,700 years later. One kid or one guy, I guess he's like an adult at this point, uh, wakes up. And breaks out of the stone and everything has, you know, returned to nature. The world has been completely, like, overrun with trees and animals and stuff like that again. And so he tries to, from that point forward, like, revive everyone from stone and, like, resurrect Mm. technology. And I am about halfway done with what's available currently. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just a funny, fun book that is, like, leans on a lot of... Because the whole premise is that he, Senku, is the main character. Senku Ishigami is... Mm -hmm like a not a science whiz he like specifically says he's not a genius he's not particularly smart he just memorizes lots of stuff Uh and so he has like uh incredibly detailed knowledge of like how every like technological device in history works and starts like reintroducing them one by one to this society and trying to resurrect people uh, from the stone using bat poop uh because the the bat poop is nitric acid and he needs nitric acid for stuff oh 
a lot I'll be honest like there was a time in my life where this like maker ass Will Smith yeah. tested Will Smith ass type <laughs> uh, not the other one that kind Wait, of Wait, sorry. I was picturing like a fucking I am legend kind uh-huh. of uh, thing except he has to use bad poop to turn people back into people from stone. Yeah. That's how Artemis Gordon made the bombs that they used to defeat the giant spider at the end of Wild Wild West. Not a lot of people know that. They use bad <laughs> Yeah, poop not there. a lot of people okay. know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a funny book. I am, uh, it's it's funny. It's like, it does a lot of thing that a lot of like my favorite shonen does, which is like having characters who are not just like dicks to each other, that they just like get along really well and are really nice to each other and care about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that, it, you know, it's also just like goofy at times. The, the kind of central conflict that arises pretty early on in the book is that Senku ends up reviving some people. He revives his best friend, Taiju, who's this, this, like, not very smart guy at all, but he's, like, got, like, preternatural stamina. He's just, like, incredibly uh, bulky and will just go for days, but he's not violent. He won't ever hurt anyone or anything. So they uh, get attacked by, like, a bunch of lions that, you know, have are descendants of lions that escaped from, like, the Japanese zoos at the time. And or lions or tigers or something, and so they resurrect another guy named Sukasa, who was like this uh, champion prize fighter, like super famous celebrity, <laughs> who's like the the greatest fighter in history. And immediately the the thing is like, oh, is he gonna just try and like take over everything? Like, is he just like gonna be like a villain who's like super muscular and like thinks that like the world should be ruled by strength or whatever? And he's yeah. just like immediately on their side. He's just like you will, oh. like from now on leave the fighting to me. He's just like a cool dude. That's but cool. yeah, it is. And then, but when what ends up happening then is that they, like they do eventually go at odds with Sukasa because Sukasa doesn't want to re- resurrect everybody on Earth because he uh, is basically uh, <laughs> an anarcho syndicalist. He's like, um, well, isn't he? He like doesn't want to bring back adults, right? Cause... Basically, yeah. He the, he doesn't want to bring back adults, but the reason he doesn't want to bring back adults is because he doesn't want to bring back like the like capitalism and like the the concept of like all these old people just owned all the shit before we were ever even born and just inherit it to their kids and like Uh we should we the young should just be should just inherit this earth and recreate our new society yeah Um, i mean fucking get it no it's true yeah kids don't know about capitalism no they've never they've never seen it um i'm at a point but he's still like but he's still their friend or whatever and like major spoilers for like later on they they do eventually like come to terms again in a major way because because there's another threat out there that's much bigger and so Ah. um i am getting to a point in the book now though where i'm like not 100 sure if i'm on board I'm, i'm curious to see how they start to handle it because up to this point it's been a lot each chapter has basically been like oh, here's this big science project that they need to do. And, like, everybody works together. Everybody has their own jobs. And, like, it's very non-judgy about, like, people's different abilities and the things they can do. It does a thing that I really like from a much, much, I would say probably better manga, which is uh, Witch Hat Atelier, which is that Mm -hmm. it, it acknowledges things like how technology, in this case, uh, would affect people with disabilities. Uh, mm-hmm. There are, like, characters who have, like, very poor vision who um, are just, like, you know, in this world uh, considered to be way weaker than other people, but then he invents glasses and stuff like that. 
and um, but now I'm getting to a point in the in the story where like okay they've resurrected this like one rich asshole because they need somebody who's really good with boats and but he was like uh-huh. this super rich scion of like the shipping company uh, and sucks really bad and he's like and I'm going to reintroduce currency now because I'm going I to know. yeah uh huh. And so I'm not sure where the book's politics are going <laughs> right now or not, because this he's not like a good guy. Like, people don't like him. Uh, but at the same time, he has started printing his own money. And, <laughs> and they are, like, kind of, like, trying to get one over on him constantly to take his money all the time. But also, mm-hmm. they're kind of cool with there just being money and capitalism again. And it, the book is just kind of glossing over that. They're also getting into fossil fuels now and so far oh there has boy. been no no mention of like climate change or anything like that and well the earth's I'm, had 3700 years so yeah right yeah, exactly it's probably fine um so i i'm still early going in that stuff so we'll see how, it, how see how it goes but yeah that's dr stone it's, it's fun so huh. far um i also played a thing yeah, you got any video games? I do got a video yeah, game. Yeah, you got any you got, video you got games? games on your phone? Do you guys got any games on your phone? <laughs> I just oh, open up my big trench coat and it's just like <laughs> hundreds of pockets filled with UMDs. You've never seen games like this before. Um, I played XCOM Chimera Squad. Sorry, I just had the thought <laughs> that, you know the kid, you know the, the backhander to get a Krispy Kreme kid? Yes. He does that except when he hits the sign, UMDs come out of the sign. <laughs> Anyway, that was the thought I had. Continue. Sorry. You know, I, I will say I'm charging up a PSP 2000 behind me right now with a no, UMD don't in do it. That. I'm doing it. It's happening. It's the best Game Boy Advance ever made. Yeah, it truly, truly is. This thing runs uh, Drill Dozer. It runs Metroid Fusion. It's great. What was I saying? Oh, XCOM Chimera Squad uh, is, yeah. is a game that came out last week. Uh, it is a ten. It's ten dollars right now. Uh, also, they announced that. Here's another thing. They announced this game two weeks ago, and then it came out the week after. Huh, uh, wait, yeah, I thought it was. Is it already on sale? It's. It's yeah. It's for purchase as of last Friday. Oh no! But didn't it launch at twenty dollars? It launched at ten, and it will go up to twenty after like uh, two weeks or something. Uh, I see. Yeah, it's, that's wild. But okay, it's like an introductory <laughs> price, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Uh, if you call, if you call Steam right now, uh, the next thirty-five callers will get this exe for only ten dollars. Oh <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense, though, right? Like, no, yeah, it does. This, yeah, yeah. That's like a way better business practice than like what is the current model, which is like we're going to put out video games for sixty dollars, and because of the nature of how video game sales work now, it will be way cheaper and way better for you to just wait two weeks and get it right. on like Amazon or something. Um, so actually, you know, I thought it was a cool thing. This is also a cool game. It is. How, how is it different yeah. from like, like my my grandmother's XCOM? I thought you were gonna say from how is it different from Grand Blue Fantasy? And I was like, okay. How is it different from <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy? Enumerate for me. Well, now Belial. That's, that's is kind of in both that's of gonna you. be our new column. How is mm-hmm. it different from Grand Blue Fantasy? <laughs> uh, there's no there's no Belial in this one. Yeah. Uh, there's no tokens or or gems or um, no. Otherwise, it's exactly this. Otherwise, thing. it's the same game. Essentially, yeah, you're just clicking on things. Incredibly fucky games. Uh, you know, there's a beach episode of XCOM Chimera Squad that you're just uh-huh. really gonna love. Mm-hmm. 
Um, no, that's like really good, and it is really we joke, but it is actually really different from a lot of the previous XCOM games or the two Firaxis ones that have come out uh, recently. It is set five years, I think, after the events of XCOM Two, where Advent, the kind of uh, the combine of the XCOM universe, the evil alien overlord police force, has been like ousted from the planet. You have defeated the elders. And now everybody is just left behind with... Like, this is central to XCOM lore, for people who don't know. Like, XCOM is like, aliens invade. But the thing that you find out pretty early on in the first XCOM game is that, oh, the aliens aren't the bad guys. They're, like, being genetically modified and mind-controlled by these, like, super aliens that go from, like, planet to planet stealing species and making them into slaves. And so you're basically fighting these mind-controlled, like, thralls throughout all of the XCOM games. Uh, and so once those guys are beaten in XCOM 2, like, all the mind control goes away and the world is just suddenly left with, like, 17 different sapient spaces that are sapient species that all live together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, early on in this game, there's just, like, a news report on a TV and it's just, there's a sectoid in a business suit being interviewed on TV and talking mm-hmm. like a normal person and, like, there are mutons wearing hoodies and... You know, it's Vipers. This Finally. Thing, right? Finally. Representation. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man looks like me now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can wear the mask, Nikki. <laughs> uh, so almost, did they, did they address the, like, obvious question? Mm, can you fuck the aliens? Do, do, they, yeah. do they fuck? Can uh, they? Not so- can you, but, like, do people. Uh, so Like, far- is there a news report that's, like... A man died today when he tried to fuck this alien who has acid for blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mutant is too big for the him. The alien was very sorry, but uh, no one told them. Do not put your dick in the chrysalid. Oh my god, please. please. <laughs> Everyone, we've been telling you this for months. We've asked you politely to stop. They are incredibly poisonous. Um, they. I don't think they've addressed that at all. Mm, no, wait. No, that's not true. Okay, so you in the, in the Chimera Squad, the titular Chimera Squad of this game, is mm-hmm. a like a human alien. You remember the movie Bright? No. Oh god. No. <laughs> My TV Bright. advertises it to me almost every day, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. God. I've seen. I've not. I've not seen god. it, but I know it. God. It's like the movie Bright. Where there is a you are Chimera Squad. It's a squad that is composed of humans, aliens, and the human-alien hybrids that the elders were creating in XCOM Two, uh, okay. who are all just like, okay, it's, this is our like experimental squad where we're going to put like all the different species together on like one group, and they'll be you know proving to everyone that you know this can work and that we can deal with some like weirder threats because we have all their weird magic powers and stuff and uh-huh. it it takes place in this place called city 31 which is also like a model town the you know, to continue making movie references it's basically the movie it's the it's the city from detective pikachu where uh-huh. pokemon and humans live in harmony okay finally. i see yeah <laughs> again finally at last and it's like a it's a, like a model city for like oh this will this will work um, and naturally, a bunch of people aren't super happy with that. A bunch of like human extremists are like, we can't work with the aliens. They, you know, we were at war with them, you know, five years ago. And then a bunch of aliens being like, uh, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> I want to go back to my planet. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Uh, and various other things and like I, opportunists. I've just learned that one of the alien species reproduces by killing something 
then putting an egg in it, and then the egg turns into a zombie person, and then yep. the zombie person turns into a bug. Yeah, that's the chrysalid. So don't try to have sex with those ones. Yeah, don't have sex with the chrysalid. This is what I'm saying, Merritt. Now you understand. You understand the dangers. I um, mean, definitely these these green guys, though. Yeah, which ones are the green guys? The Andromedans? The, 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 the greys. Sorry, the greys. The sectoids. Oh, sectoids. Yeah, yeah. Those are fine. Um... Yeah, you have a sectoid on your squad in this. Oh, so to get back to the fucking, the, the important part, the thing that people want to know about. Sure. Early on in this game, you start off with a squad. All of the squad members are, like, named characters who have, like, their own personalities and backstories and dialogue and stuff. And okay. the, game, the game does, like, a really good job of making that work, even though you will theoretically be bringing different units onto different missions. And they all have mm -hmm. unique dialogue for those missions. Uh which is kind of wild for XCOM, a game that does not usually have speaking soldiers in it. Yeah. Uh, but one of the first ones that I got on my squad, because when you start, it lets you pick between like three different people to add to your team. And one of them is a Viper, which in the XCOM lore is like, it's like a Lamia. It's like a, it's like a Wait, big snake person. is that the person. snake person? It's and the snake they person. they were like, the snake lady have boob? Yeah, that's the one. Nice. Um, when you get her on your squad... Uh, she and your like handler guy have like a little bit of dialogue where they're like talk where he's like explaining like and this is uh, what's her name Torque I think is her is her name on your squad Torque. and they like have like a little exchange where it is clear that they used to be dating uh, your human handler guy and this big snake woman um, and so I think that does imply that people do fuck in this in this universe uh, in XCOM uh, that's good this is that's welcome to my TED talk. That's good. In this next forty-five minute YouTube video, I will explain. <laughs> how's the how's the how are the tactics? Is it otherwise just XCOM? No, it is not. Oh, uh, because XCOM is it, it takes away a lot of the like very key XCOM -y stuff, like the the very very basic concept of like you click a dude, you move him to a spot. There's high cover or low cover, and then he shoot. That's basically the same. But the way you go on missions and what you do once you get to those missions is very different now. Uh, because you're a, like a, a police squad, because it's bright, and you are like this a kind of police group that is helping the city, you go into each mission literally by breaching, like a SWAT team. And that's brand new to this game. And it's like, it, there are multiple breach points in some cases, and the breach points will give, like, bonuses or, or uh, negatives, depending on which one you choose and who you put on it. So it'll be like, ah, you brought a breaching charge with you on this mission. So that means you can take breach point number two, and by doing it, because it's an explosion, you're going to surprise and scare everyone on the other side of that wall, and they're going to get, like, mm. a negative chance to hit you for the next right. turn. And that happens over and over in the missions because the actual moment-to-moment uh, -moment movement has been like completely ripped out of XCOM um, from in this point, or like it's been like really, really condensed. Because in XCOM Two, especially, you would drop a team of like ten people down onto a zone, and it'd be this huge area that you were meant to explore and find areas where enemies like could ambush you or you could set up like these incredibly intricate ambushes for those enemies or you would find different uh, paths to get into stuff the, all the exploration stuff is done and it's just like boom 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 uh breach tactics breach tactics breach tactics until you finish it off and 
as a result, I think it's like a little bit more approachable and it removes a lot of the like maybe the the downtime and the worry that you're like maybe doing things wrong. And right. also it just makes it so much faster. The the missions, because it's all indoor missions, at least so far, are way more claustrophobic and way like quicker uh, and force you to decide what you're going to do uh, much more readily. Mm hmm. And the other major thing that changed is that uh, in XCOM and XCOM 2, it was a one-to-one turn order thing. It was like, all your guys get to go, then all the enemies get to go. Right. Right. That's all gone now. And they have like a Final Fantasy X style like turn order that appears on the right-hand side of the screen. Which is like really cool because all of your characters, each each named individual unit has unique abilities that no other unit has in the game. So you build these like loadouts of squads that have, you know, Torque, because she's a snake lady, she can shoot her tongue out real far, pull an enemy towards her, and then wrap them up and squeeze them real hard. So like I said, XCOM oh, is nice. fucky. Just like in my fan fiction. Right, Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and that stuns them and does damage to them every turn and stuff like that. And so if you are, you know, you have Torque and you know that, like, this other guy is about to take a turn next turn, you can just, like, stun them by wrapping them up and then they just don't get to go. And then that ensures that the next person on the turn order, who is your person, gets to act before any other enemy mm. does. That's cool. Yeah. So there's, uh, like, tactics and, like, yeah. things. Mm-hmm. They put tactics Ta- in this one. Tactics, too. <laughs> The sequel to Tactics. <laughs> yeah. That sounds cool. It's really cool so far. I'm <laughs> I'm slightly torn on the, on the sense of, like, you know, the, I, I joke with the bright comparison, but also at the same time, like, I don't know how much I love playing cops in this one yeah. and, like, their presentation of, like, the cops are just here to make this city, you know, work and make make sure everyone is unified and, and works together. It's, like, this very sterile, stripped-down version of what, like, policing looks like. Uh, whereas I feel like in a post-disco Elysium world that has, like, a 30-minute diatribe about, like, policing by consent to kind of explain why it's okay that you're a detective in that game, um, this game maybe comes off a little trite sometimes. Right. Mm. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't played a super ton of it yet, but uh, it's got a lot of really interesting ideas, and it, I think it's a lot more approachable to people who, like, maybe are turned off and scared of XCOM sometimes. You can't, like, there's no permadeath in this one, because right, all your right. big yeah. units, you know? You like, lose that's, what I, that's what I was going to ask, like, is this a good place to kind of dip toes in? Because I have always kind of been interested in the idea, but then every time I, like, look at a menu or a system in XCOM, I'm like, actually... I'm too dumb for this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like run away as fast as I can. Um, but this seems like a good, maybe like a good entry point, especially at 10 bucks. Yeah. It's a really, really good entry point. Cause again, it's, it's, uh, there's no permadeath. There's no, you know, the missions are so much faster and snappier because there's no exploration, uh, in that same way anyway. And the, the breaching charge stuff or the breaching in general gives you a lot of like uh, good flavor around your characters really quickly. You don't have to necessarily do that work that I do because I love XCOM, which is that, you know, assigning personalities to your characters based on emergent stories that happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and there's like even other little things like one of the you know death spirals that people can get into in XCOM that can really ruin it for a lot of new players who are just getting their feet under them is like you just get to these resource bleeds 
of, I've got seven guys who are wounded and I can't take them into battle. Or if I do take them into battle, they're only going to have two health points left. And that's going to be worthless to me. And then they're going to die and I'm going to lose my best unit. And like, well, I've lost my best unit and I can't win another mission anymore. So I'm fucked. So do I just restart? Um, even that stuff is like gone because your guys always get full health after every mission. Uh, but they do still work in concepts like gravely wounded and whatever in different ways. There's like a whole system where if a character gets knocked down during combat, if they like lose all their hit points, you have three turns to get a unit over there and stabilize them. Or if you have the healer lady, she has a ranged uh, stabilizer that she can use uh, from basically anywhere. And if you do that, they'll come back to base gravely wounded, but they will be guaranteed to have like a stat debuff, like a scar is what they call them. Um, and if a character is just gravely wounded, which in XCOM parlance means they took more than 50% of their health, there is a like 10% chance that they'll come back with a scar. And, you know, mm. those aren't like game enders. They're not like, you know, they, right, they, they, right. yeah. They, they put in tension, but they don't completely send you into death spirals. Yeah. Uh, and you can just remove the scars. And the scars will deepen if you leave them alone. It's a very darkest dungeon like that. But you can just put somebody else in, which then encourages you to try different units on your team. I just unlocked this one dude who's the, this kind of, like, black guy who uses two pistols and he has all these, like... Um, moves where it's like he gets to just act twice every turn with his guns because he has two guns. Like, that's the ultimate weapon, is a second gun for your other hand. Finally. Um, Again. Uh, Or I could have instead, like, because every time they introduce new characters, you can choose between three, I could have also picked this other guy uh, who is a psychic. He's a human psychic. So unlike my sectoid guy who can mind control people and force them to attack one another, this guy is, like, all about, like, psychic buffs for my team. He'll, like, make people aim better and take less damage and whatnot. It's cool. Um, Sweet. Yeah. I would really recommend it to people who have been curious about XCOM in the past and want to try it out. Yeah. Sounds like a That's fun me. game with like a lot of interesting mechanics, which uh, makes it really different from a game that I played over the weekend. Uh, which one's that? It's called Blush Blush. Okay. Uh huh. And uh, have you ever played a clicker game or like an idle game? I know, Nikki, you found out about Candy Crush um, yeah. last year. But Candy Crush is different because it's just like a web thing and. Candy Box, you mean? Uh, candy Box. Can, not candy Crush yes. is the bad one. Um, candy Box. Yeah, candy Box is very good. Uh, so, yeah. Blush Blush is like a clicker idle game. Um, I think it's sort of a, a pseudo-sequel to a game called Crush Crush, which was about anime girls. Um, Blush Blush is about anime boys. Mm. And they don't really tell you this in like the in any of the promotional art or like um, descriptions uh, of of what the game is about <laughs> anywhere, um, but uh, it the curse. They, there's all these boys who are cursed, and they have been turned into animals, and you have to turn them back to normal by hanging out with them uh, somehow. Mm-hmm. So what that turns into is: Are you magic? Is that no? It's unclear. Okay, um, you just have to like spend time with them. And make them love you to like break the curse. Okay. So they start off as literal animals, and then they start turning into like animal people, and then they just become like people. So it's a kind of like it's animal. a reverse. It's like a reverse furry thing, and I'm like, who is this for? Because there's never a point really where they're like just a furry. They're they're like animal, 
like actually just an animal and then yeah. like boy like a cat boy so like just like a normal okay. human anime boy but with two sets of ears one of them's cats um yeah and then just normal person so like i don't know who it's for but like yeah these games are bad like this is not what like what people wanted when they invented video games like, when when ralph <laughs> bayer can... invented video games <laughs> he was like he wasn't thinking about like oh there's we're gonna have this thing where you just have to click a lot on these boys to make these numbers go up and then there's timers so that you basically have to like come back later or just like spend money to make a new jpeg appear yeah and it's not even like they really talk to you or like say interesting things they have like two different like text boxes that come up per mm. stage and you're like working all of these jobs and then working on hobbies to get better at skills so you can get better jobs to buy things and like the cost for like the in-game things increases so comically like at first it's like oh this guy wants you to take him out for dinner that's like a hundred dollars and it's like yeah that's about what this could cost possibly and then it's like Oh, this guy wants to go on a roller coaster ride. It's five hundred dollars, <laughs> and then it's like this man wants a calculator. It costs two billion dollars. <laughs> oh, this guy wants a set of weights. That'll be thirty trillion dollars, please. <laughs> like that's how the the sort of like pace of acceleration is just so rapid, but also perfectly tuned to make you think you're about to like break through yeah. to the next part when you're not. And the other kind of predatory thing about this is like the reset boost thing where like you eventually just hit a wall where you can't possibly make enough money or whatever to unlock the next thing. Or if you do, it would just take like days. So what you do is you reset the game from the beginning, yeah. but depending on how far you've gotten, you've built up like a, and I realize I'm probably just describing mechanics common to all of these games. 100%, yeah. But I had never played one before. I didn't realize, like I knew in the back of my mind, like, oh, these are bad. Like this is a bad pred <laughs> predatory model that is just about like the most shallow possible way to like trigger someone's good brain chemicals. And like, if you enjoy it, I'm not saying people are bad for enjoying it. Like the I'm saying we shouldn't allow people to make them. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. They, it's, we have had it's enough. too easy. It's, yeah, it's like Batman said. It's too easy. That's why we don't use idle games, because they're yeah. too easy. Idle um, games are the enemy of the weapon. Yes, exactly. Wait, the uh, weapon of the enemy, shit. <laughs> the weapon of the enemy. Perfect. No, okay, no. And this, yeah, just to be clear, this isn't like a, they're not a real games thing. Um, It kind of is, because I don't think they are in the sense that, like, there is no reason to make something like this other than to just like take people's time, like life hours and money. Uh, yeah, as much are there as microtransactions? There are, yeah. Like, so if you ever want to like speed things up, you get these diamonds from like doing activities and stuff. But if you actually want to get any diamonds that let you like speed things up or like unlock things or like whatever, that's you buy those. Oh, I also see here that there's a $7 naked patch. Oh, there okay. is the $7 yeah. naked patch, but um, uh, I don't know if you have to, like, finish the game first or, like, how that works. That, that was going to be my next question about this, though, is, like, this seems like a lot of work for just, like... For what, JPEGs? For for JPEGs that I could just get. I could just get pornography. No, 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 no. But, but you're not clicking... And you don't have the good brain chemicals from clicking and making a number go up. What I but what I'm saying though is if you're gonna make one of these games, why not make like 
I, I've gone on Google image search. It, they should be they should be way fuckier with it. Like, no, 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 because far. then they have trouble selling it. Oh. This way, they can get as many people as possible hooked on this like nightmare fucking bullshit. Like, it's just like, and I, I lost my Saturday night to this game. Wow. Um, like. I was like, oh, this is, I'm really going to try this because it's like free to play. And like, it was pretty high on like the new releases list on Steam. I was like, oh, I mean, this isn't my normal type of thing. I'm going to try to see what it's like. I lost like four hours to it. And then the next day I came back and was streaming it for a bit and realized I had gotten all this stuff like while I was offline because they give you, because that's another thing. Like you have to wait or you just like, you know, pay for time skips. Okay. Uh, and then I was like streaming it for like an hour and then ended the stream by deleting the game because I was just like, this is, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to turn this man, I'm going to turn this Pegasus into a man. And he just refused to become a dude. Wow. He was stuck as a horse and uh, I, I couldn't do it. I mean, if I could fly, but had to look like a horse, that would be a decision I would have to make. That would, I would have to argue with myself a little bit on that one. Yeah. I think. I, I just, I don't know. Like, uh, I guess uh, no. I get it. Like I, th- I feel, I feel like you're I just, just, I feel bad now. Like I'm calling out the studio specifically, and I don't mean to. It's, I think it's a bigger problem than any one developer, but it's just like there's no way around it. There, this is a predatory model of yeah. development, yeah, and like m- making people like want to pay to like skip playing the game, basically. I just, it makes me really upset to think about, yeah. like, the people whose, like, fucking lives are ruined by this shit because there just isn't as much regulation as there is around, like, gambling or anything. Right. I mean, it's it's a much more naked form, and it's easy to dunk on something that is, so, like, so small because it is so much more naked than it is in something like a FIFA Ultimate Team, which is the exact same oh, model. Yeah, right. but, I mean, at least in FIFA, though, there is, like... Wait, is that like a actual game or is it like a mobile game? That's the mode in their. FIFA Sorry, games mobile you... games are real games. Um, yeah. That's so the it... mode where you have to buy card, like randomized card packs. Okay, so it's like a click. It's because, but like FIFA, you're actually playing a game at one point. You're playing <laughs> football. Yeah, sure, theoretically, but I also feel like the people who get like because my understanding is that the ultimate team stuff in the uh, in the EA sports games is like their number one revenue source like period. My yeah. guess is that a lot okay, of that yeah. just boils down to people like I want to click on the random card packs and open up my boosters yeah, and fair. collect them all. At least there's no randomization in this one. Like there's that at least. But like there it's there's no game. Yeah. Here. It's just, uh, like, I guess you could argue that there is some kind of strategy in deciding, like, what skills to prioritize, but, like, you just wait, and eventually it'll, like, play itself, and it's just, like, guys, we gotta stop. We gotta stop, you know? Yeah. We, We gotta do something about this, because I just... I, I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm just so upset. So I'm, okay, so I'm so tired. Flush Punch can't hurt you anymore, Merritt. You uninstalled it. I, I need to look up what they, they look like as dudes. Uh, I bet you can find those images pretty easily, which is I, I, which is maybe I, funny. I already forgot all their names, though, so. Oh. 
Yeah. I will say there are, there are some clicker games where it's like basically not even it's it's not they don't have um, purchases beyond that. Like Space Plan is a kind of like somewhat lo- well liked uh, clicker game that's like very funny and like is like a joke game almost where it's you, you yeah. start off that game and it's like all about potatoes and stuff like that and it's like a story driven in a way in a way it's but it's not like preying on the dopamine of like seeing yeah. the, the hotter and hotter jpegs or something like that yeah, yeah no that's 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 fine um i mean i think that's that's like okay Sure. I uh, well, yeah. I I do get what you're saying, though. One hundred percent. I just feel like uh, this is like really easy to like a, a really easy thing to look at, and it's more of a, a matter in my mind of like where are we di- like uh, putting our mental energy towards like calling these kinds of practices out, and uh, it's very easy to do it in like a kind of a smaller thing like this where it's so obvious and so naked, whereas in you know uh, a Madden game or in it doesn't even have to be like a Madden game. There are other EA makes plenty of games that are just clickers that on your phone, like the, the whatever that crazy sure. taxi game that came out you know, on on phones uh, a few years ago, or that um, that Dungeon Keeper reboot that they put on phones, where it's just like here's like you know you have to wait 17 hours for your weird tower to finish building, but no, if you pay us this. if you pay it's us a just dollar, stop it, just guys, like just everybody, just stop it. Yeah. Like, can we just stop it? Because I just I feel so bad for Ralph Bear. Yeah. Like his memory is being besmirched by He's like the guy who invented the AK. Mm. And it's just like, damn. Although I I forget if that guy was like, damn yes or damn no, but (laughs) Is it you you could also what about like uh like Nobel? Who? You know, the guy who invented dynamite, the Nobel Peace Prize man. Oh yeah. He was like nice. Yeah, he created dynamite, and it's like, oh wow, actually, this is uh, horrible. <laughs> Did you know that TNT and dynamite aren't the same thing? No, I didn't. Yeah, TNT uh, is the ACDC yeah. song. Dynamite is uh, Aerosmith jam. Well, right? yeah, but in that song, they say I'm TNT, comma dynamite, uh-huh. as if to say that they are the same. Like I'm TNT, like also known as dynamite. And uh, I was thinking of that just because I started playing this game Hypercharge, which is like <laughs> I, we're going we're gonna to play it on we're going to play it on stream. But like it, it looks like a pretty cool like uh, you know first person co op tower defense thing that's like looks like Toy Commander from the Dreamcast. Yeah. But uh, but the soundtrack for that game, <laughs> as best I can tell, is like real like licensed rock songs, except not licensed and just like done in covers with no vocals and like parts changed just enough that like they probably they can't get sued so there was a song from a band it came on and it was like acc Uh highway (laughs) it was like what's acc highway and then it goes on to play tnt uh except the chorus is like a little different and then it just shifted into like another acdc song uh so i'm really excited to see (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see how that goes if twitch um, just fucking nukes that shit <laughs> yeah if twitch's like algorithms are like no this is it this is the song by the guy who dances around in the kilts i can't have it I, I you had told us about like the basically non litigious 
music in that game, but I don't think you had told us about the ACC highway thing. Oh, yeah, no. It just comes on on the side. Like, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite jam, Highway by ACC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad that I know wow. that now. Is the game fun? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I've only played it on my own so far, so I feel like it's not really a fair assessment. It does a little bit have the problem that I think most tower defense games that are like third or first person have, which is that it can feel very slow. Mm, okay. um, yeah, like there's a lot of waiting for stuff. There's to a lot get of waiting you. for stuff to come to you, and then there's like this dichotomy between like you're either waiting or you're like desperately trying to kill stuff. And like, because it's a tower defense, there's always that tension between like, how much can you actually do on your own versus like, how much do you need to use like defenses and towers and stuff? Sure, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, it looks cool. And uh, you can be a lizard man. So <laughs> there's that, like it starts you off and you're just like, G.I. Joe ninja guy. But you can like unlock like lizard man and like, zombie guy and like different parts and stuff and the best part about that game is that it uh gives you an action figure name oh. when you start playing and like it gives you one but you can also just like uh choose one it's kind of like in monster hunter the title thing where it has like oh, different words yeah. you can pick so you can't just type something in you have to pick from these um but so you can just like generate random ones and it'll just be like like um, gunman or like the stupendous Doug or just like <laughs> like angry Miss Chicken like and it just spells it out in like the cool font for the character so huh. uh, that's fun and I think we'll be streaming it It, I mostly just liked it for the aesthetics like that's what drew me to it I think probably a lot of people but for me it wasn't like the aesthetics of like oh yeah nostalgia playing with like toys and stuff it was like oh yeah toy commander on the Dreamcast that was good as hell <laughs> I the first thing that I thought of when I saw the trailer for it was like, oh, are they doing like a small soldiers thing? Small That's soldiers, weird. yeah, like um, kind of neat, yeah. Yeah, I don't think this game has like an anti-war message in it, mm. but uh, it also looks a lot like there was another game kind of like this that came out a few years ago, where you're like uh, fighting as like an army man outside in like a toy box. Okay, I, that sounds I, familiar. I forget what it was called, but um. This is all kind of like, I feel like there's been a number, there's certainly a number of mods over the years, like going back to like Level Lord stuff in like, what is it, Quake, where it's, everybody's running around, but you're inside of a bedroom and it's just like this massive dresser that you run around yeah. and, you know, lamps and whatever. Yeah, definitely. Cool, though. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see more of that. Yeah. Nikki? Yeah. How are you? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> So you know how you know how we um you know how we moved podcast feeds. I was doing that. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. How fun. Things things are actively falling apart in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to do work. It's okay. I heard I heard um something good adjective Doug, and then my brain was like that was funny. I forgot to laugh, <laughs> and then I kept. <laughs> wow, Nikki, you literally I'm very sorry. You literally thought something was so funny you forgot to laugh. Wow, <laughs> wowza. <sighs> um, did you have anything that you wanted to talk about? Any other games besides Final Fantasy? Um, my partner's been playing Spider Man 2018. Um, oh yeah, that one. Which is a good video game. Is all I really have to say about it. <laughs> um, it the 
I think because now I'm watching it and not playing it, there is something to... You know how in Arkham Asylum, or in the Arkham games, yeah. when Batman uh, has to hit a guy that's more than three feet away, the video game kind of just slides yeah. Batman <laughs> yeah. over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. There are so many, like, tiny, tiny, tiny animations that make that game flow so well, um, where it's like, you... You notice it because Spider-Man's not sliding around places. Mm. Like, he's actively jumping or cartwheeling or, like, Mm. sometimes, even if you're not, like, doing... The thing that happened this morning when I was watching her play is that, like, sometimes if you punch guys into corners, uh, Spider-Man will, like... Instead of, like... There's a very... There's a distinct... Spider-Man goes on the wall. Spider-Man stays on the wall for a half a second. Yeah. And then Spider-Man kicks. But, like... There's an animation where, like, Spider-Man will, like, wall run for a second before he kicks the guy in the head. And it's like, that's really cool. Because, like, it is so situational that it would only happen in a corner like that. Right. Um, For it to, like, I don't know. It looks good. No, yeah. Also, I realized I didn't finish the DLC for that game. So I'm going to finish that. My understanding is you might not be alone in that fact. Uh, I don't think a lot of people beat the DLC for that game. Yeah. I just, like there, there was a whole ass third episode that came out apparently. Wait, really? Yeah, there were. It's a three part DLC. <laughs> huh. I only knew about like there was the black cat thing and like Tombstone is in one of them. Mm-hmm. I, and then there's one part after that. Huh. Okay. I should go back and and try that out again. That that'd be like probably really easy to beat very quickly. I bet. I bet those are not super long. <laughs> yeah. Um. Video game hard though. Wait, is it? Yeah. Okay. And I can't tell. I can't tell if it's because I haven't played it in uh, two calendar years, or if it's because if it is actually difficult. Uh, but it video game hard. I die many times. I do remember one of the like kind of not even a complaint necessarily about that game, but an observation about it being that you have so many gadgets at your disposal that it's easy mm-hmm. to forget that like no, they're shooting a rocket launcher at you. You need to deploy the web bomb right now. Like why? Right. Like, hey, don't don't forget to do that. And it's super easy to forget that there are specific counters to specific things. Yeah. Uh, that's um, cool. Yeah, that's all I've got. That was the vi- that was my last remaining video game. Nice. Now you're quitting. This is where you announced that you are yeah, leaving. That was, it. that was my final video game that I ever <laughs> am playing, and now I'm done. I'm free. Uh, uh, do we want to be free? I think we should be free. Yeah. Do we want to punch the wall like in Ricky O the Story of Ricky? Who? What? Ricky, you're you're all free now. <gasps> Ricky O, the story of. Ricky. Have you not? Have neither of you seen Ricky O, the story of Ricky? Is that the no. one where he claps and like he smashes some guy's head? Yeah, it's not Ricky who does that, but yeah, that's that movie. Yeah. Um, you should watch Merritt. I feel like you and Danielle, as like a movie, one of your movie night movies, um, Ricky O, the story of Ricky, would be a really good pick. I feel like well, that is a feel good experience. I'll tell you what, I'm uh, I'm adding it. To my nice, life. nice, uh, man. Mm, probably wouldn't be a bad. You'll have to see it one of these days. Anyway, I'm getting off track. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm keeping us here longer, but I think we've got about two hours. We could probably wrap up if we want. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's take wrap. us home. Merritt, you yeah. want? Do you want to take us home, or should I? Oh yeah, um, I'll I'll do that. I'll I'll get us home uh, take safely. Me home. Country uh, roads. Yeah, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to play Fallout seventy six, but you do have to listen to that song. 
Uh, yeah, it's closing time uh, here at FanWith. So you can uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm just I'm just providing background music. Oh, oh it's like it's a sound bed. Yeah. How fun. Um, <laughs> savage thank you go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts to check out all of our other shows including fan fight that one's about fighting uh wrestling and uh, things of that nature yeah and uh things of that ilk. Th- yeah you know uh crab rangoon um <laughs> things of that nature uh you can follow nikki on twitter at god that's it Life is older, older than the trees, uh-huh. younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Uh-huh. Country roads take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia, that's where it is. Mount Mama, take me home, country roads. Is Mothman <laughs> still in it? Is which one? Mothman, uh, did they take him out? Yeah, they added like a whole cult around him. That's fucked Moth, up. Mothman I cult. hate it. Um, yeah, follow Steven at Steven Strom. Follow me. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it. Uh, that's it. Beautiful. We did it. I'm glad. Catch you next week. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Yay.